the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Buckle up and settle in for a full hour of automotive mayhem with the real car guy, master technician, Mark Salem, where the only two things we can't fix is a broken heart and the crack of dawn. To talk to Mark, call 602-508-0960. That's 602-508-0960. Now, once again, here's Mark. Well, it's 10 o'clock. Actually, it's four minutes after the hour of 10 o'clock, and you're welcome to join us. 602-508-0960. 602-508-0960. And we'll take your call. All you have to do is give us a call, and we'll take care of your car questions, because for the next two hours, that's what we're going to really do, is we're going to talk about car questions and car issues and stuff like that. So if you have a a question about something you were told by a garage, or if you have a question with respect to some noise you have, or I'm really good at when it it, um, there's an argument at the kitchen table. That's where I'm really good. So you're more than welcome to give us a call, and we'll we'll do what we can. This portion of Under the Hood is brought to you by Automatic Transmission Exchange. Been around since 1968. That's very unusual. It's the only transmission shop I know, probably in Arizona, that's been open that long. Phil and his staff are transmission diagnostic experts. They do repairs, leaks, drivability concerns, all the way through to complete overhauls. And what they produce on a complete overhaul it exceeds meat or exceeds original equipment manufacturer specifications and it's really easy to do that because you can always buy something better on uh, in our industry so nevertheless every transmission is tested and they have a machine that they can test it on it's a dynamometer instead of putting it in your car and then having to take it back out if they've got a problem so they're at 40th street in washington automatic transmission exchange great place to start okay last week Gil calls me at 10 o'clock, and he says, you're on in three minutes. I'm frantic because I think it's 9 o'clock. So I run inside the studio, and folks, I have this little bitty thing that's about as half of a piece of paper in height and in width. It's called a Comrex. I can carry it in my hand. It has a two-hour battery. I can attach to the radio station via Wi-Fi, Ethernet, phone line. So I can carry this around, and it's just really a... I always plug it in because I'm scared that it won't make the two hours and I'll, my radio show will go dead at seven minutes before the top of the hour. So when I plug it in, I see smoke coming from the charger. So I'm, I plugged in the charger even though the thing's working. I see smoke and then I see flames. So I disconnect that and I'm praying that the unit will have enough battery power to get me to the end of the show. Then I realize I can take this business card and slide it between these two wires that clearly have touched one another, and I can keep it there. But I have to keep an eye on that little business card because I'm thinking if they short out, the business card's going to catch fire. Then the chair that it sits on is going to catch fire, and Gil's going to have to have plan B. So that's how we went through the show. So at the end of the show, I take it out into the shop, and I 
kind of take this thing apart and I find the two wires and I solder them to two new wires and I put heat shrink on them and I make all the connections and improve everything and when I'm done it doesn't work. Now, I do the schematic of the charger. I look at it and it's got four pins in it and I want you to picture the clock now. 11 and 5 and then of course 1 and 7. So you can see that they're diagonal. So I check the two, two of the pins, and they have 24 volts, which is what the charger says it should have. So I plug it in and take it off, and I check everything 10 times over again. And I can't get this thing to light up. The battery's stone dead, and I work on it for two days. Two days. I take it apart looking for an internal fuse. I check the power, and I can't find one anywhere except it's like, I don't know, $150. And it's from the manufacturer. So I'm using the specifications on the charger and the plug. I need to know what kind of plug it has. And I'm looking everywhere, and I can't find anything. So Sunday afternoon, I'm sitting in my, my workshop in the barn, and I'm crying, and I'm drinking as many beers as I can. And Renee, my wife, walks in, and she says, You haven't got it yet, have you? And I said, No. And she's looking at it, and I'm thinking to myself, What are you going to do? So she's looking at it, and she says, Well, is it possible that the two wires come out of here you crossed? Oh, God, honey, you don't think I can tell the difference? Well, those two wires that came out of there were bare. And I said, well, the two that they connect to are black. She says, no, one has a white stripe and one doesn't. You know where this is going. I said, okay, honey, yeah, okay. So she leaves, and I'm going, she's right, it has a white stripe. <laughs> so I cut the wires downstream about a foot away from the charger. I flip them. I just temporarily connect them. I plug it into my Comrex, and the red light comes on, and within an hour the green light comes on, which means that the batteries are charged, and I haven't told her that she's right yet, and I don't intend to either. I'm going to tell her that I had plugged it into a dead socket, because I, just like most other men, cannot admit when we're wrong, <laughs> but... She would know which end of the solder gun to use, but she is a wonderful wife and a wonderful cook and a wonderful mother and wonderful driver, all the stuff I'm not. But I'm not going to tell her that she was right. But today, ooh, baby, I have my chargers all repaired and it in the area where it had bent back and forth the cable. Now I have this heat shrink over the top of it, which makes it sturdy, which means it can't bend. And I know this charger circuitry by heart. So, don't tell her, okay? <laughs> don't tell her that she was right. That's what I spent all, what virtually Saturday, Sunday, and Monday on last week. Is And I was scared I wouldn't be able to be on the radio, so I was making arrangements to drive from Payson down to the, to the studio in... Uh, in Phoenix and doing it live from uh, from the studio because that was kind of plan B. Okay, we're talking about cars and what's important about cars is is that you just know you don't have to know anything about cars. You have to know what the right questions are. One of the things that bothers me in our industry is we're always coming up with something fancy. And the fancy part benefits the repair side and not you. I'll give you a good example. A lot of facilities now, there's three different kinds of markets. There's chain stores, which typically there's a manager on site. You'll never find the owner on site. Then you've got an independent repair shop like mine, and you're going to probably find the owner on site. Then you have a dealership. So there's three, an independent shop 
a chain store and a dealer. All of them are coming up with this free oil change idea. So you've been an established customer, Mrs. Jones, and we have a free oil change. We'd like you to come in every 3,000 miles, and we're going to change your oil. And it uh, doesn't cost you nothing. But behind the scenes, it's going to cost you everything because we can't do that for free. Number two, this is called a reoccurring sales opportunity. We get a shot at your car every 3,000 miles. We can look it over. Mrs. Jones, you got a little bit of inside wear, which tells me that the lower ball joint's going bad. And, of course, you got 60,000 miles on this. And if we're going to do one, we need to do two. Because you have four ball joints. You have two uppers and two lowers. But the symptoms on this one tire that has a little bit of abnormal wear would indicate the ball joint's bad. So let's go ahead and do both of them, and we'll do one alignment, and you'll be set. Many of you will... will We'll figure that out. And many of you will accept that and go ahead and do it. So I have a couple of comments. First of all, there's three kinds of oil. There's conventional, which is what we had during the 40s, 50s, 60s, and all the way up until, shoot, the 2000s. All of a sudden, we came out with a semi-synthetic and a synthetic. Now, each one of them has different properties. Each one of them has different qualities, but they all lubricate your car. But the most important part of these three oils is how long you can run them. A conventional oil is 3,000 miles. We've all been brought up with that. You change your oil every 3,000 miles. Our parents and their parents, it's always been a 3,000-mile oil change. Then Mobile One came out in 1979, and they said our oils is synthetic, and you can go 25,000 miles. Well, at the time, I... I was running a mobile gas station, and I can tell you, I don't know how many motors that came in on a tow truck that were just toast. People were under the impression you put in 25,000-mile Mobile One, and you didn't have to change your oil or do anything for 25,000 miles. Well, most of them didn't make it past about four or 5,000 miles before they seized up because they had consumed oil like normal cars do, and it seized up the engine. Of course, the red light came on, and the warning lights came on, but... There was the, maybe the radio station was too loud, or maybe the grandkids in the back seat were misbehaving. I don't know. I don't care. So, your car, if it's north of 2010, it's entirely possible it calls for a synthetic. If it's a synthetic, you're going to have a free oil change that they pay. They you normally charge 80 to 110 for. You don't think that they're going to try to make up their money on finding stuff wrong with your car, and inevitably it's. What I just described, you have little abnormal wear on the inside of one of your front tires. It's not likely you're going to know the difference, and that does match a ball joint. But in reality, 60,000 miles may not be it. It could be out of alignment. And when the bottom ball joint wears out, it usually kicks the bottom of the tire out, which wears the inside edge. But there's other reasons. So be careful. Just be careful. Semi-synthetic is a 7,500-mile oil change, and a synthetic starts at 10, and depends on if you own a Mercedes or not, it'll go to 15. So why are we putting a synthetic oil, which is what your car calls for? And we should probably, we should probably take that into consideration, and most of us that are smart about it, we're going to use the oil that your car manufacturer calls for. And it's written right on the oil cap. 1050 or no you won't see a 1050 a 020 a 030 a 1030 synthetic there's uh, and in diesel it's going to be a 540 so the 
why would we change your oil at 3,000 miles when you have a 10,000, 12,000, 15,000 mile oil in there? So look at the financial aspect of it. That's all. Just look at that. If there's an issue with your car, you can say, is this a safety issue? Am I going to make it home? <laughs> can I drive to Flagstaff to see my kids? Ask those questions, which will give you an idea of what they think. Then get a second opinion. You can go to any kind of garage in town. You're not Monday morning or Friday afternoons. And I have a simple thing to ask you. Would you send somebody out and tell me if I have any abnormal wear on the front of my tires? Most of us will walk out and do that. Now, you're not going to borrow one of our technicians for 30 minutes. But to walk out and look at abnormal tires, you get down on one knee, it's, a, it's no big deal. It's just no big deal. Virtually every garage I know the owner's at, and I've been around since I graduated high school in 72, so I've, I know a lot of the garage owners, and they're good guys. There's a lot more good guys than there are bad guys. So I can't imagine any of them not walking outside. They might set some kind of parameters on you and say, hey, I'm going to let him use you. You can use him for about three or four or five minutes, but he's got a car that we got to get out of here. So that's kind of the conversation you may have. 602-508-0960, 602-508-0960. We'll come back. Nobody's called in. We'll talk about other pitfalls when you have your car serviced. And most of us do it right. I would say 65% of the shops in town are going to do it right. They're going to give you ideas on what you might be facing. They might give you ideas on what you need now and why. But most of the times, those now things have a symptom, a clunk, a pull. Air conditioning doesn't work. I'm adding coolant all the time. I've got a spot on my driveway I never had before. Those kinds of things. There's going to be some obvious symptoms that you know about. So 602-508-0960. Phoenix Body Works is a family-owned and operated collision repair facility that opened in 1982. That's over 35 years ago, helping family and friends with their collision repair needs with unparalleled honesty, integrity, and quality. We have grown into the finest collision repair facility in the Valley of the Sun. We are located on 19th Avenue, one half block north of Deer Valley Road. We're open Monday through Friday, 7.30 a.m. to 5 p.m. and on Saturdays from 9 a.m. to 12 noon for estimates. Give us a call at 623-582-1434 or visit our website at www.phxbodyworks.com, view our YouTube video, or read our Yelp reviews. Remember, it's your vehicle, and you decide who repairs your vehicle, not the insurance company. We work with all insurance companies on your behalf and eliminate the stress of dealing with the repairs. We are not beholden to the insurance company. At Phoenix Body Works, we work for you. Paid for by GetUpside. Man, how can you afford gas for that big SUV? I pay less for gas than everyone else. I got the free GetUpside gas app and get up to 25 cents a gallon cash back every time I buy gas. Hold on, hold on, hold on. You're getting up to 25 cents off a gallon with the free GetUpside gas app while I'm paying full price? You know it. People earned over a million dollars last year. You just got to take a picture of your gas receipt and bam, up to 25 cents a gallon cash back. You don't have to tell me twice. I'm downloading the free GetUpside gas app now. Download the free GetUpside app now in the App Store or Google Play and save up to 25 cents a gallon when you buy gas. Use promo code 2020 for a 50 cent a gallon bonus on your first tank. That's up to 75 cents a gallon on your next tank. Just download the free GetUpside app at the App Store or Google Play and use promo code 2020. Save money on gas on every fill-up. Just download the free GetUpside app and use promo code 2020. 
That's 2020. Visit getupside.com for terms. They just told us right away that we're going to house you, we're going to feed you, and every single one of his medical bills is just all taken care of. They've saved my family from financial ruin. It allowed me and my wife both to focus on the most important thing, which was the health and well-being of our son. We have phenomenal research, outstanding clinical care, and the generosity of public, which allow us to treat patients regardless of what it takes. And that's what makes St. Jude so magical. At St. Jude Children's Research Hospital, families never receive a bill for treatment, travel, housing, or food, because the only thing a family should worry about is helping their child live. Doctors send us the toughest cases to be treated at St. Jude, and our patients come from all over the world. When we come here, they told me, don't worry, everything's been taken care of. We could never repay St. Jude for what they've given us. Because of you. Gracias a ti. Because, because of, of you. you. There is St. Jude. So, you know, I'm a dog, and I'm kind of new to this family, but I've noticed a trend. My humans do this thing where they go around and get all my toys and hide them in this basket. But it's always the same basket, and it's always the same place. And then they act so surprised when I find them. But I'm like, hello, that's where you put it last time. Humans are the worst at hide-and-go-seek. A person is the best thing to happen to a shelter pet. Be that person. Adopt. Brought to you by the Ad Council and the ShelterPetProject.org. So, welcome back, everybody. 21 minutes after the hour of 10 o'clock. My name is Mark Salem. Every Saturday, we're here from 10 to 12 talking about cars and car repair problems, and you're always welcome to join us, 602-508-0960. Kurt's Automotive is at I-10 or I-17 in Bell Road, northeast corner. I've known Kurt and Eric, his number one person, for a very long time. I've sent people that had problems to them, and every single time, They've handled it to my and the customer's satisfaction. The customer's first, Mark's second. So they're not obligated to do anything. I just simply say, take a look at this and tell me what you think. This is what they were told. This is the estimate they were given. And sometimes they say, yeah, that is a problem and the estimate's fair. Sometimes, Sometimes they say, we disagree and here's what we think and here's the price. So what my answer is, go talk to the customer and show them what you got and tell them. So I'm comfortable. Kurtz is a great place. Kurtz Auto Repair has ASC certified technician and many of them are masters. I-17 in Bell Road, northeast corner. Harry, good morning to you. Good morning. Hey, that is a real tale of woe that you have uh, for last week. <laughs> Harry, if you're going to make fun of me, I'm going to hang up oh, on you. God. Hey, I, 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 <laughs> I've had the same problem. It's a good thing Renee has sharp eyes, so. Oh, I agree. Oh, I agree. It's it's one of those things where I'm not going to tell her, and neither are you, Harry. Well, you don't have to. Every woman that's listening to this is, is dialing up her cell phone. You know, I'm hoping not, Harry. I'm hoping not. But nevertheless, it's just one of those things, you know. She just know. guessed, and that's my salvation is she just guessed. That's it. You guessed right. Yep. Well, thank you. Is hey, that uh, all you call for, is to aggravate me? No, 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 no. I just got to ask you a question. You know, okay. we spare tires on our vehicles and stuff, or if something breaks, uh, maybe an investment in that extra charger might be a uh, uh, good idea, because this is kind of a key thing for your, you know, 
for your operation. Yeah, yeah, and and yeah, you know, most of the 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 uh, inverters or transformers or whatever you want to call them, the charge boxes are on the internet. They're twenty bucks. This one was, I think, around a hundred. I spent so much time on this. I wish I just would have bought a new one, but it wasn't available till Monday. And oh, I was scared okay. to death that I would plug it in and find out it still didn't work. So I knew then that the charger wasn't the problem. And I thought, well, I smoked the unit, and the unit's like, I don't know, $4,000. So it gives me lots of flexibility. I can I can do the show from your living room if your Wi-Fi is good. But it's just one of those things, and it's never happened before. And, frankly, it's Gil's fault. So um, I stand oh, by that. Hey, he was telling me he knows nothing about it. No, that's not true. He knew long before ten o'clock that I wasn't checked in. <laughs> it it's not his fault. It's my fault. And, and you, I was lubing the doors of my truck. I want to tell you something, Harry. In the hinge of your truck, typically there's this little pin that comes up from one of the hinge plates, and on there there's a roller that spins. So when you open your door, you have a comb on there, which is this piece of metal that has divots in it progressively bigger or smaller so you open it you can open it and look at it you can see it i am trying to get mine from cracking really bad when i open and close the door i worked on it for about a half an hour i lubed it and cleaned it and lubed it and cleaned it time and time and time again so i thought you know i ought to go over to the passenger side and take a look at it so i look at the passenger side and this little post and this little round thing that spins on it are different. So I take a picture of that side. I go around the other side. I'm looking at it, and the pin is higher. And so I take a center punch, and I put on top of the pin, which is serrated at the bottom, and tick, 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 tick. And the son of a gun opens and closes just perfectly. So then I clamp, uh, I clamp it with some vice grips, and I get underneath it with a center punch, and I hit the, on the bottom of this pin to kind of swell it like a mushroom. And, uh, and that's what took me two and a half hours to figure out is the hinge on my door was, uh, the, this little rotating pin was loose. So I'm right. going to go ahead and pretend this is Catholic Church confession, and that's the two that I had happen last week. Hey, I got a question, though, about oil catch cans and oil separators. Okay. Uh, I know in the past you haven't, you know, uh, expressed too much... Uh, faith in those or whatever but uh, with these new new engines and stuff with a high pressure injection and i've got a a ford with a uh, twin uh, twin turbo deal uh, uh and they don't seem to have completely cured the problem ford hasn't you know getting gunk on the uh, intake valve so what 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 can you do and it doesn't seem anybody has any you know, any you have a cleaners for that or whatever? Is that a real involved deal? Well, first of all, that that's a big deal, but it's not in my world. Yeah, I don't think we've ever seen one, and we have a lot. Of, we have other cars out there that have what we call intake valve deposits, and they have pictures on the internet, and they have all this fancy stuff. And yes, they'll sell me a cleaner, they'll sell me the equipment. I pay a lot for the equipment, and then I'm. On, I have to buy the product from them because no one else knows what the product is. Okay, the symptom of of carbon at the back side of the valves is typically that it's going to absorb a lot of the fuel, so you'll have extended cranking. So instead of then instead of that kind of a thing on a cold morning. 
Um, the second issue is is that typically it's because of valve guide issues. And it's we're leaking oil down the valve guide, and oil shouldn't really be dripping off the end of the valve cover on the back of the intake valve. Not only that is on the back of the intake valve, as you well know, we're sucking on that area. So intake valve is we're sucking. The exhaust valve is hot gases coming out. <laughs> and oh. and normally we if we have oil there we don't care. <laughs> so we out. have all these dynamics and if you don't have the symptoms then don't do it. And there are times we can stick a camera down through the valve cover and look at the back of the valves, but a lot of times um, well, I, to be honest with you, I probably do that once a year, and that's it. I, I'm asked to do that a lot, but we're not interested in that. If you don't have the symptoms and all you're doing is diagnosing your, your vehicle over the Internet, then um, we're not going to charge you to waste your my, our time and, and your money. So so as a preventative deal, it's not a, not a good thing. Because I know if you cut into that uh, positive crankcase ventilation system, which is your, what you're doing, I guess, uh, you know, uh, it's not CAFE uh, certified, and you know, most of these ones you see. And uh, uh, I'm sure that if you go in for warranty and you have one of those, they're going to look at that. And, okay, uh, I'm up. Uh, stay right there. Yes, there's a warning issue. We'll be right back. Oh, hang on just a minute because Mark was bailing a little early. You're right. The positive crankcase ventilator, the PCV valve, draws fumes off of the engine, off of the valve covers, and it sucks it into the intake manifold to be returned to the engine. And yes, the intake valve is going to open. We're going to have a little bit of oil on the PCV valve, the what's coming in on the PCV valve, which is the fumes off of the engine crankcase. So yes, you're right. If you're going to be under warranty, you need to be careful. But in reality, I think you need to go talk to your service writer at the Ford dealership and ask him how many times he's seen this and ask him what he thinks the fix is and here's why I'd say that. Because, oh yeah, we see that all the time and the fix is $250 every time we do an oil change. Then we can discuss that, but that'll tell you what you need to know. 602-508-0960. Hang on, Harry. If you have another question, we'll tell you in about four minutes. Did you know Rain Tree Auto Repair is ranked number one in the entire United States by Mercedes-Benz for their repairs? Andy Val, the dad, and his sons Tom and Paul operate Rain Tree Auto Body in North Scottsdale. They've been around since 1972. Sure, they fix Kias and Hondas and Chevys and Fords, but they are rated the best for their ability to correctly repair the Mercedes-Benz. Remember, Rain Tree Auto Repair is ranked number one in the entire United States by Mercedes-Benz for their repairs. They have a machine called the Select Bench. It's the same jig they assemble your car on. Raintree can put your car back to its pre-loss condition with 100% accuracy. Raintree Auto Repair is a BBB member with a plus rating. Raintree Auto Repair provides free estimates and they'll give you a lifetime warranty on all paint and bodywork. They use the best glasserate paint and it's waterborne paint so it has no environmental effect. For more information, stop by RaintreeAutoBodyInc.com. Take the Patriot with you wherever you go. The 960 The Patriot mobile app. Your Alexa, TuneIn, iHeart, and Radio.com. It's your voice of reason 24-7.
Have you bought or sold a house recently? Well, you probably noticed a lot of changes in the real estate market over the last few years. This is Phil and Josh, hosts of Arizona Real Estate Matters, which airs every Sunday from 2 to 3 right here on 960 The Patriot. From new industry regulations to down payment assistance programs, price increases and decreases, the real estate market is always fluid, and we are here each week to keep you truthfully informed and on top of your real estate game. So tune in each week to Arizona Real Estate Matters to hear what moves and shakes the Arizona real estate market today. That's every Sunday from 2 to 3 right here on 960 The Patriot. We're here early before they wake up. We stay late. We stay informed. We invest in the latest technology. We take the time to train the next generation of doctors and nurses. We work together to make sure we heal their bodies and their minds. We do this not because it's our job, but because this is about our veterans' lives. This is our mission. More than 300,000 of us working as one, together with families and loved ones. No matter where they live in this country, we'll be there. We all come together and stand together to serve our veterans. We stand strong, united. Stand with us in caring for our veterans. Confusion ever someone or have sudden you trouble had speaking, understanding? Understanding trouble? Have you sudden have or speaking someone ever confusion? Have Have you you ever ever had had sudden confusion, confusion, trouble speaking, speaking, or or understanding understanding someone? It could be one of the five signs of stroke. Sudden weakness or numbness of the face, arm, or leg. Sudden trouble with vision in one or both eyes. Suddenly having trouble walking or difficulty with balance. Or a sudden intense headache that comes out of nowhere. If you or someone you know has any of these symptoms, don't wait. Call 911 immediately. You could make a difference in someone's life, someone you love, maybe even your own. It's late until, wait, don't too. Don't Don't wait wait until until it's too late. late. Time lost is brain lost. Find out more at PowerToEndStroke.org. Brought to you by the American Heart Association, American Stroke Association, and the Ad Council. Wash your hands, avoid sick people, and touching your face. There are everyday actions to help prevent the spread of respiratory diseases. Visit cdc.gov COVID-19. Brought to you by the National Association of Broadcasters and this station. You have questions. Let us be the answer. 960 The Patriot. It's after the hour of 10 o'clock. Mark Salem here every Saturday, 10 to 12. We're talking about car, car repair problems. We got Terry, and I'm going to finish up with Harry. Terry and Harry, and but Harry's first, and then we have three lines open, 602-508-0960. Harry, I have consulted yeah. with experts. Do you want to know what they said? What did Renee say? Um, Renee said that, um, <laughs> first of all, we do have an intake valve problem. It's not something that the internet makes it up to be at all um with direct ignition we are now spraying not spraying the fuel or not having the fuel on the back of the intake valve so as a result of that we have oil from the guide and we don't have any gasoline to wash it into the engine so yes everybody's saying they do gms far more than fords they're all direct ignition cars and we haven't figured out the industry hasn't figured out how 
we're going to do direct ignition because we've used that gasoline to rinse the oil off the back. So, folks, the valve is closed, and there comes a time where the engine wants fuel. We open the valve, and then there is gasoline and air is introduced at that point. Well, as the gasoline goes through the chamber, it washes the back of the valve off because we have oil in the stem of the valve. So as the valve opens and closes, we need to lubricate the stem. So that little bit of oil runs down into the back side of the valve and creates a problem. So only one guy said he's done it on a Ford, and I think yours is a 3.6 or something like that. Yeah, 3.5. Uh, yeah, 3.5. Yeah. So there's, uh, there's, we have no suggestions for you, but we really I don't believe that it's in your best interest to decide to do any maintenance on that. I think um, I think you run it hard every once in a while, and I think you probably do. Well, I don't drive as much as I used to with a uh, with a coronavirus deal, so yeah, the mileage is uh, not on like it probably would normally would be. Well, call yeah. Renee; and she'll okay. come over and hot rod that truck for you. <laughs> Yeah, but so, he's hitting curbs and stuff. That's uh, tough on tires and wheels. Hey, we just put a new set of tires and wheels on there, and one of the reasons was is I said, why are we doing tires and wheels on this again? She says, well, you've hit a couple of curves, and I said, I haven't driven your car in 100 years. So I said, go look at my truck, and you'll tell that you can see. She says, your tires hang over the rim. So anyway, she's been around the car guy too long. Terry, got to run. Terry, Terry, you're next. Hi. Hi. All right. We are looking at, at two different cars to buy, and from a repair standpoint, I guess, is um, the information I need from you. Okay. We're looking at a Subaru Forester or a Hyundai Tucson. Uh, I'm going to catch a lot of flack for this. <laughs> That's okay. You asked for my opinion. A Subaru is a 1% car. 1% of all the cars in the road are Subaru. Mm-hmm. The people that drive them, they love them. They never break down. They're really fine. Do I sound like Donald Trump? I mean, <laughs> you know, there's a lot of people that live and die by the Subaru. Um, I'm I'm not a fan of the Subaru. Um, first of all, they're underpowered. Second of all, their fuel economy, good. they have good fuel economy. Um, everybody thinks they last forever, and that's not true. But if when you're going to give me the the Subaru Forester and the Hyundai, I'm taking the Hyundai every time. It okay. is true that the the Hyundai and its sister, and I'll think of it in just a minute. The Hyundai and the other import, they were big pieces of dog manure when they first came out. I know oh. my brother had one. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I they did. Yep they they are they were terrible. Today. The quality of the car, the quality of the engine, the transmission, the air conditioning systems, the, the the leather seats, the tires and wheels, and the brakes is on a 1 to 10 scale, in Mark Salem's opinion, is an 8.5 yep. or a 9. Okay. So, now, wait a minute. Whose side did I side with, you or your husband's? My husband. I'm I sorry. always thought the Subaru was a safer car. Oh, well, yeah, I don't know about a safer car, but let me tell you what I think safe is. Safe is this. Heavy. Big. You don't want to hit a, a Suburban with a Subaru. You want to hit a Suburban with another Suburban. So Renee drives an Edge, and she wanted something smaller, but we decided not to. Mark drives a one-ton truck, so Mark doesn't want to get hurt. Plus, I can't pull a horse trailer with the Subaru. So I think you'll be happy with the, the creature comforts, the technology, and the long life of the Hyundai 
um, more than the option you gave me. Okay? Okay. All right. right. Thank you very much. You're welcome, ma'am. You're welcome. 602-508-0960. I'm assuming, Gil, because you haven't yelled any bad words in my ears that you don't have a caller. Okay, after the break. Uh, I, I also want to remind you that you can hook up with me on Facebook. We typically talk just about cars. I'm not into politics. I'm not into anything that's not, you know, car related. So I am on Facebook. And if you are too, then give me a call. We'll be back in a minute. This is attorney William J. Wolf, host of Middle East Radio Forum, heard every Sunday at noon here on 960 The Patriot. This Sunday, Mayor Jolovitz returns to once again tackle the conflict in the Middle East and ask the question that has an obvious answer. Can peace be made with those who seek to destroy you? If you've been listening to the show, you already know the answer, but his analysis will be terrific. Don't miss this important show. That's Middle East Radio Forum, Sunday at noon on 960 The Patriot. Take The Patriot with you wherever you go. The 960 The Patriot mobile app. Your Alexa, TuneIn, iHeart, and Radio.com. It's your voice of reason 24-7. There's always a moment of truth where I say, look, it's either put up or shut up. And it was time to put up. I had crossed that thin line. It was 100 plus degrees. We were hot. We were on fire. We were yelling our hearts out. You could feel the intensity rise. Even in our tiredness, even in our weakness, even in our pain, we continued to push. I told myself, you can suck up the pain for another mile and a half, and you will be a Marine. Not many people believe that I could do it. I don't know where I got the energy from. I don't know where the pain went to. But all I know is that I had what it took. I am a United States Marine. DFC Darrell Willis serves his country as a Marine. Will you? Visit Marines.com or call 1-800-MARINES. The few, the proud, the Marines. Today we decided to walk to school. At the corner, we waited to cross the street. The stoplight counted down. 15, 14, 31, I mean... 13? We, we took, took a, a left, left on Carroll Garden cool Street. Garden Street? Loud music was coming from a car. Danny's a smart kid, but he gets so distracted. There were so many other sounds, I didn't know what to focus on. Danny, Earth to Danny. Suddenly he realized he forgot his homework again. I left my homework on the table. At the, the school, school steps, we hugged goodbye. goodbye. I really hope he doesn't have another bad day at school today. When you can see learning and attention issues from their side, you can be on their side. That's why there's understood.org, a free online resource for the parents of the one in five kids with learning and attention issues. Get personalized recommendations, practical tips, daily access to experts, and more. Go from misunderstanding to understood.org. Brought to you by Understood and the Ad Council. Every day, men and women from communities across this nation serve as reserve citizen airmen. I am proud to defend our nation. Proud to be part of a team that helps make a difference. I am proud to be part of something larger than me and to serve my country. We celebrate those who have served and those who are proudly serving in the Air Force Reserve. Our mission is to fly, fight, and win. In air, space, and cyberspace. I'm proud to be a member. I'm proud to protect. Proud to serve in the U.S. Air Force Reserve. Wash your hands, avoid sick people, and touching your face. There are everyday actions to help prevent the spread of respiratory diseases. Visit cdc.gov/covid19. 
Brought to you by the National Association of Broadcasters and this station. 43 minutes after the hour of 10 o'clock. My name is Mark Salem, and we're here for two hours, and so we'll be here till noon. 602-508-0960. Folks, the shops that I recommend to you, I truly do, and you have nothing to fear. If you have a problem there, I'm going to be involved. Either I'm going to fix your car and fire the shop, or the shop's going to fix your car with a happy face, or we're going to come to some kind of an agreement. But one way or another, you're going to be made whole. As long as you're right, then you're going to be made whole. So one of the shops is Larry Harker's Auto, 40 or 38th Avenue in Indian School. Never been in their shop asking them to fix a car twice. Never. So 38th Avenue in Indian School, if you're anywhere in that area, then my suggestion is Larry Harker's Auto. Those guys are really, really good. So we got done with Terry. We're going to go to Keith. Keith, good morning. Morning, Mr. Salem. Uh, I have a Ram 3500 2016 Dually uh, regular cab, and uh, I pull when I pull about I pull about ten thousand pound trailer weight with it. Okay, and uh, uh, it's rated to pull up to sixteen thousand. Okay, and it, I've no uh, I'm at forty three thousand miles on it, which is low mileage, but. Probably twenty thousand of that forty-three or more is just trailer pulling. Okay. And I'm wondering. I honestly I haven't looked at the owner's manual for tr- transmission fluid change yet. But what would you recommend? Uh, and would you recommend the band's torque be adjusted uh, while they're uh, pulling the pan and putting a new filter and fluid in it? At what mileage pulling 10,000 pounds around, do you think? Okay, well, I, I pull a lot more than you do, and um, especially when I'm hauling my wife and their, her girlfriends around. So um, I, 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 I can answer it for you is I want you to pull the dipstick, and I want you to just touch the end of the dipstick to the chrome somewhere, front bumper. And if mm-hmm. you can see right through it and there's no contamination in it and it's night pink and pretty, then it's not ready. You can also smell okay. it. And if you smell yeah, burnt, yeah. yes. But I, I, I think I'm going to turn your question around, Mark. What do you haul? And I haul bobcats and tractors. I haul cows and horses. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm usually weighing more than you are. And have I done mine? And mine's a 12. Mine's a 12 one ton. Have I done my tranny service? And the answer is no. Next time it goes in, it will. But okay. I'm at 110,000 miles. So, right. And adjusting the transmission? Absolutely not. Okay. Absolutely not. We ha- you have far more risk of doing that than not doing that. When you there's symptoms, that's fine. But you're from the old school, and that's okay. We used to do the bands, but we don't do that anymore. And there's we don't do any adjustments unless we have a symptom, and we know that adjustment will fix the symptom. So, you know, and you're going to get. Let me make one more suggestion to you. You're going to do a service first. Then we need to pull the pan and the filter. And that way we get all the metal that ends up in the pan on the filter because of the po- transmission polishing itself. Mm-hmm. My suggestion, and you're only going to get it for right. the 10 quarts. The next time you do a service, which is sixty to 80,000 miles later or 100,000 miles later, forget the filter, forget the pan, and let's flush it. So we're going to disconnect the two cooler lines. We have machines that pump in new 
and and the lines are clear so you can see the clear going in you can see the slightly brown coming out and you just keep flushing until what color goes in comes out you're done so no uh, i would do that thank you not one one last question okay. uh, a real quick one here i've noticed that the outside two both sides outside rear two tires on the dually are wearing at about Looks like about twice the rate of the inside two tires of the dually. And I was started to think, could that be, I do a lot of city driving here, when I'm turning corners, that outside tire is spinning slightly faster than the inside tire, so it's sort of scuffing the tire when you make a turn. Is is there any other reason why those two outside tires would wear faster than the inside two? There's two reasons. Number one, they're different sizes, and that happens every once in a while. And number well, two, factory, they're factory. That doesn't mean anything. Tires. Okay. That doesn't mean. Next time it goes in for an oil change, ask them if you can go out when the car's on the lift. Have them check to verify that the inside tires are the same size as the outside tires. That's the time to do it. And number two, inflation. Um, it can also be that it's really important that you make sure your trailer is level when you're towing it. Level. We need the trailer level. Yeah. So if you've yeah. got the back end down and the and the front tires are half off the ground, you're probably going to get abnormal wear on both axles because you can go up and down the B-line all day long, and you see these trucks that are half-ton pulling trailers that are three-axle. You see trucks with the tongue sitting on the ground and the butt end of the trailer up in the air, and we're wearing the front tires right off that trailer. Now you got me all wound up about trailers and trucks, but as long as the truck and the trailer are level... I don't know, but I'd get a gauge and check it, and if there's one thirty seconds difference between the two of them marked at the same side, that wouldn't be anything I would be concerned about. So I think the measurement of the difference would be important. Got to run, Keith. Thank you very much. Those are questions I don't hear very often. George, you're up next. Yes. Got a 2003 Nissan Frontier uh, V6 uh, with 130,000 miles on it. Essentially is worn out to the point where it's beginning to smoke now. It started with a uh, stuck lifter or worn lifter uh, somewhere. So anyway, I, I want, I, I, I'm doing a little bit of thinking out of my league here, but what about what I hear about uh, takeout engines as a replacement? We do that. Um, it's important to know that the, that the parts and the engine is not assembled by Nissan. All the parts are made by everybody else, and they may be assembled at one location, but the fact of the matter is is that there's nothing Nissan about that motor except the box it comes in. So to answer your question, I will buy engines from a variety of other vendors before I go to the dealer. It's not because we have a bad rep- or not because we have a bad relationship. It's just the price and the warranty is typically better than I can buy anywhere else. Now, at 130,000 miles, let me ask you, is the smoke blue or black? Blue. Okay. And how much oil are you consuming in three, four, five thousand 5,000 miles? I'm in Geisela, and every trip to Payson and back is about uh, five or six ounces. 
Okay, so I, I want to know on the dipstick, you got an ad and a full mark. So do you start with the Look. full mark, and then when you get there, you can see the width of the full mark it's dropped? Yes. Okay, fair enough. This is the kind of conversation. Now, does it ever not smoke, or is it just on startup first thing in the morning? No, that that has just started in the last week, the last two or three trips to Payson, okay. and it's by the time I get home. Okay, okay, fair enough. You haven't started Fallon Spark Plugs because this is something that just started. I would want to check the PCV valve system out. Because we the PCV valve system is supposed to vent the pressure in the crankcase, and if we have that system down, then the pressure inside the engine builds, and we the one of the after effects of that would be that you're going to consume oil. The last time you had an oil change, did we change the weight or the kind of oil? No, uh, mistakenly did one time went uh, instead of uh, ten thirty went to five thirty. Okay, but, uh, you know we're, no. we're, that didn't last long. Okay, and so you're using the 1030. Is it a conventional or synthetic? Synthetic. Okay, Mobile fair one. Okay, okay. All right. Um, I'd want to look at the spark plugs. If you brought that into my shop, I'd want to pull the spark plugs. I'd want to see which cylinder it is or if it's all the cylinders. I'd want to see how much oil is deposited on the spark plugs. I'd want to know where the problem's coming from long before I start working on that motor. I might even say, hey, I'm going to try a 30-weight oil change, and I want you to drive 3,000 miles with 30-weight in it, and I want to see what that does. Are you um, straight 30? Straight 30. Okay. Yeah. Um, I mean, I don't know what the temperatures have been in Gizela, but the other day when I left Payson, um, I, I live outside Payson. It was 10 degrees, <laughs> and, 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 and I... I use a I use a zero forty, a, a synthetic in my truck, a five forty I should right. say, and uh, and so I just think there's more to it than this, especially because it just started. And well, like there... I said, it, it it started at about eighty thousand miles with the noisy lifter. Okay, right. I'm not concerned about the noisy lifter. If the t- valves are too tight, then you backfires, and if they're too loose, you have a noise. After it warms up, you have a noise, or when it's cold, and then it goes away when it warms up. I'm not worried about a lifter causing an oil consumption problem. It's going to be rings, or we're sucking oil out of the intake because we have a bad intake gasket. The PCV system mm-hmm. is down. Um, those are the typical one noticed I didn't say rings, but a, a quick compression test would tell us everything we need to know. We just do all the cylinders, and if we've got a problem with one of them, then typically we'd put add a drop or two of oil into that, run it again. If everything is fine, then we know the oil we put in the cylinder, sealed the rings, and probably we have one broken. So you have lots of possibilities, but long before you do a motor, there's some checkout that needs to be done. Let me ask you, without saying names, do you have Payson do your repairs or Phoenix do your repairs? Payson. Okay. There's a place called Coyotes. I don't know who you use, and I don't care. The only one well, in Payson I... Go to, I used to go to Affordable, but you know, Chris has been long gone. So and, and Affordable was great. He's at the Big O store right now. So Chris still is, there. Okay. Chris is great. He was a great technician great technician. I would have loved to have him work for me. But Dan is the one I have chosen to identify as somebody I want to recommend. He's done my mother-in-law's car not too long ago. And I must admit, we screwed up a motorhome differential as bad as anybody could. 
and we we hauled it from way up on 40 to Payson, and then I went and talked to Dan, never met him before, a coyote, and I said, I need you to bail me out of this thing. He did. He did. I told him I'd pay all of his fees. I had another differential shipped. He reassembled it. He did it right. The motorhome went back to Colorado. I paid all the bills, and I was really impressed with him. And he didn't know who I was other than I had a shop, and we screwed up this differential some fears. And so I really like him, and I've referred a lot of people to him, and that's my favorite shop. That's all there is to it. But you're right. Chris at Affordable was a good guy. Got to run, George. Thank you very much. 602-508-0960. If you're close by, you'd like to talk, then that's fine. 602-508-0960. Action Autos at I-17 in Deer Valley in Phoenix. I've known Tom since 1986, 87, 88. He's been in business since 1967. So it was before that, before he went to business, because he used to be a salesman for some car um, diagnostic equipment, and that's where I met him. He knows the difference between right and wrong. He's been around a long time. So if you're in the area of I-17 and Deer Valley Road and you want a full-service, family-owned auto repair shop that's been around serving the Deer Valley area and the North Phoenix area as well, and I was wrong about that, it's 1983, so it was earlier, just slightly earlier than that, then he has ASE Master Certified Technician. He might be a good shop for you to try. If you have a shop you love, stay there. If you have a shop that you've done a lot of business with, stay there. If you're looking for a shop or you haven't found a shop, then maybe one of mine would be appropriate. You can also find all those lists of shops on MarkSalem.com. Mark with a K, Salem like the cigarette, dot com. That's the website. And we also have a lot of FAQs in there. And going back to... uh, to uh, Keith with his his uh, dually and and then George with his Nissan, we have an oil consumption FAQ as well, and it talks about some of the tests you run. And we're going to use a little oil, um, unusually because it depends on the load and the speed and all that kind of stuff. So if all of a sudden you put a trailer behind your Frontier and you haul it to Colorado and it's all uphill pretty much, then you might consume oil. It's also appropriate for a car to use a quart of oil somewhere around the 5,000, 7,000 mile range, depending on what oil you use. So the car is going to consume oil. The truck is going to consume oil. In my case, I hold like, I don't know, 12, 14 quarts. And so if we consume some oil, it's not likely to drop below the ad mark on the dipstick. But it's not uncommon for me to pull the dipstick and be at the ad mark and not be concerned because the ad mark is one quart away from the full mark. So I'm not real worried about that. Those are the kinds of things that you can talk it over with your shop. But if the answers to the shop are, we need to start taking that head apart and finding that oil consumption problem. Or I better bid an engine for you. Or the the question is, is uh, I think you should bring it in and have us change your oil more often. If it's real self-serving, you might want to get a second opinion. You might want to get a second opinion. So if you'd like to join us, we've got another hour of Car Talk, 602-508-0960, 602-508-0960. My name is Mark Salem, and I am an ASC Master Certified Technician and have been for probably 20 years. I run a shop um, with 20 bays. And I have some ASC masters that work for me. And we have a great relationship. And they know right from wrong. And so do I. And we know when to raise our hand and say we've made a mistake. And we do, just like all the other shops in town, 
we make mistakes every once in a while, but hopefully we do a good job in making our customers happy. We'll be back right after this. <laughs> 